How you going, dude? It's good to meet you. Perfect. It's good to meet you too. Um, I appreciate you having me. Thank you. No, too easy, man. Too easy. I love this new album, Super Bloom. Like it is, it just came along and just completely crushed everything this year. Not only that, it was released on my birthday, November 3rd. So it was a pretty good present. <laughs> no way. That was your birthday? Yeah, man. Dude, that's, that's cool. That's too cool. Yeah, it was it was a good thing to uh, wake up and crank. That's for sure. <laughs> it was it was cool. Well, thank you, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So, everyone seems to be loving this album. Not just me, like the other guys in my team, um, people online. It's just getting out there everywhere. How how are you feeling to the reaction to to the album being so positive? It's it's been a good it's been a good reaction. You know. Um, I can't, can't complain. It's, uh, um, it, it's been really interesting, you know, to see that pe pe people kind of receive this, uh, this kind of jump. We, we decided, you know, musically and thematically to try some new things, um, kind of a bit of a semi possibly true, uh, you know, science fiction story mixed with a lot of, um, kind of, uh, kind of trying to bridge the gap of like older metal and kind of new school of metal. Uh, you know, there's a lot of Meshuggah influence, but there's also a lot of kind of more, um, you know, sort of semi kind of, uh, you know, electronic um, kind of North Lane influence in, in, in it as well. And it was, it was just kind of a fun record. I, I think that we, uh, we, we felt like we wanted to change everything up and, uh, we're really happy with what came out of it. I think it's also the first record that we've really had an outside producer be heavily involved in the creation of it, Daniel Brownstein. Yeah. And I think that's uh, that's been a big part of it too. Because everything is ramped up. Like you guys have really pushed yourselves musically, like vocally, like with all the melodic stuff in there as well. Like you, you've all really pushed yourselves. And there's there's one guitar part that really sticks out to me as well. Um, oh, what, what is it? It's in, I think it's in the, the, the title track, the riff. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, uh, super Collider. Blim, Yeah. No, no. Collider. Where it's like, oh, the, Collider. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Dude, it's just, it just pops, you know? And I love how you guys work with ambient space as well. You don't just, try and cram everything in you know you use the influences and you let the music just just take that space it's ambient and it, it's it's actually it's a really huh. creepy fucking album and i don't know if that's just me thank you I, i'm glad that came through because it, it's yeah, it's a, it's about a kid that went missing um off uh off the northwest coast of california in, in 1996 and so uh you know that the, the, the record is the record is um you know from that perspective mm. and so it, it was it was fun to it, it was fun to kind of push into that a little bit on, on this record um to, to get to, to get that theme going so that was really cool well i love that concept as well um i i i'm right into the the whole paranormal aliens and things i'm not wearing my tinfoil hat right now 
but I'm usually like listening yeah. to podcasts and everything like that. I'm right down the rabbit hole. Um, but how far did you 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 go down the rabbit hole in regards to to the uh, themes of the album? Is it something that you know you're a believer in as well? Yeah, I, I would say so. I um, I, I think I think a lot of things can be. People might mean a lot of different things when they talk about aliens or when they talk about, you know, extraterrestrial beings. Um, this record's more is about someone encountering ultra terrestrial beings, which is to say, uh, beings from a different dimension entirely. Um, and I, I, I do believe in that. Um, I do believe in that uh, the existence of beings from other dimensions and the possibility of uh other dimensions of reality and and encountering um things that we can't really put words to you know a lot of times yeah. people think about uh aliens as like oh little green dudes from other galaxies that are just like us but they look different and they dress different and to me it's not so much that it's it's more uh just phenomenon that that we don't have uh the language to understand and i think a lot of i think there's this bias that like we we think that science has it all figured out you know it's like oh like we look at how far are we've come and we obviously have come a very far away as a species and science is pretty incredible but we still don't know uh, I, I still think that we only know a fraction of a percentage about the, the nature of our reality truly absolutely there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that seems to be coming out right now if you've noticed in the news and things like that that people are talking about uh, in regards to those subjects. So to me, that's what made the album, that really got under my skin, listening to to the album and the lyrics and things like that and the podcast that I've been listening to talking about those things. Man, you've tapped into something that I think is uh, possibly on the verge of, of all being uncovered very soon, publicly. I mean, they're talking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, it's it's to the point where it's either a concerted effort by government to confuse people for reason, mm. like a, some kind of psyop, or there's something that's about to be uncovered because the conversation's so public and happening on the federal level of, you know, the United like the United States military and stuffs talking about it. So, I think that uh, I think that I think that even though the people that are uncovering it and the people that are like classifying it still don't fully really understand the nature of it, which is why I think they keep it from us because um, they don't know what it is. And it's human nature when we find uh, power to try to harness it and keep it for ourselves. Yes. And I think that this power is beyond harnessing by humans. Um, and so I think that that um, leads them to want to hide it since they can't really control it, you know. And have you ever experienced anything living out there in in Northern California yourself? You've ever seen anything that sort of influenced you musically? Yeah, a bit. I would say more stories of people who I trust and I know aren't joking around. You know, um, it's funny. I, I got a tattoo. Um, uh, this tattoo right here. It's just super bloom under it, and uh, there's like a volcano, and there's like a spaceship at the top, and uh, so I grew up about a I grew up like an hour from an active volcano called Mount Shasta which is one of the biggest mountains in, in North America and um, it's an active volcano still even though it hasn't erupted in mm. over 100 years but um uh it's 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 
it's that whole area is kind of the most like paranormal sightings in, in North America. It's where like a lot of the Bigfoot mythology comes from. They, there's beliefs of like spaceships going in and out of there. There's like a, you know, tribe of like deity angel uh, alien god things called the Lumerians that get worshipped by an active cult in the area or what people call a cult, you know. Um, there's also just there, there, there's a lot. It's kind of a hotbed for like religious and spiritual activity where I grew up. And um, so I grew up around a lot of the mythology um, and I think it, I, I didn't really know what to think of it, but the, the more I kind of heard stories that kind of came to believe there, there was something to it. Um, a lot of, a lot of friends and family have talked about seeing like different things come in and out of like portals um, and seeing, uh, yeah, just aerial phenomenon that can't really be explained by modern physics. Um, so yeah, I, my, my own, I, I've had a few kind of, weird, my stuff's more been kind of like spiritual ghost things, like yep. more like spectral beings, which I've kind of come to believe that whether people are talking about like angels and demons or like aliens or ghosts, that it might all kind of be the same thing in just different, different cultures and different traditions are throwing different words. Cause mm -hmm. you know, what, what, what is it? What is a show, you know, a goat herder from 5,000 years ago, they're going to talk about something in different terms than somebody with like modern technology talks about it. But um, I think it's just people trying to throw like throw words at stuff that they don't understand, you know? Have you, have you uh, read, uh, I think it's Chris Bledsoe's book, UFO of God. Have you read that or, or listened to that? I haven't. No. Dude. No, no, UFO of God. I have not. Yeah. Good. Eh? I got to check it out. Yeah. It's really, really good, man. Yeah. It's about all that stuff. Yeah, it goes real deep. <laughs> Is he kind of bridging the gap between the whole alien got angel thing, sort of? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And his son runs a podcast called Bledsoe Said So, and it's it's really good. So, and they're okay. metal dudes too. So funny. Cool. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, that's my hot tip. I, I I appreciate people asking why. You know, I I think. I think a lot of this album subject and, and in general, if you look at previous records of ours, I think I, I take a pretty strong stance against like dogma, which is to say, as I think I grew up around a lot of religious people being like, this is how God works and only this way because of this. And because it says here in this book and in my interpretation of the book, which has changed languages eight times. And I, I get, I just got really tired of people having to have an answer instead of like, in awe of like i don't know could there be that and finding peace in the not knowing is i think a big part of what i believe and we have a lyric from several al albums ago that that comes back um quite a bit but it's, it's trade your certainty for awe and um it's it's kind of a major belief of mine that um people can find i think more beauty and freedom in life when they give up the need to like have answers and instead yes. realize that I think life is less about having the answers and more about learning to ask better, better questions um, and, and kind of to be, be in a dialogue with reality instead of have like a kind of, you know, one eye closed shut view of reality. And uh, do you want to maybe expand on the concept, you know, on the fictional side of it, I guess, you know, in maybe film yeah. or graphic novel or something like that, because it's, it, it, it's so good. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, th there's a lot of sci-fi that was um, 
you know, influenced the making of this record. Um, off the top of my head, Under the Skin, Scarlett Johansson film. Um, mm -hmm. There was a, a movie called a Signal, The Signal with Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, that one for sure that I can just think of like aesthetically. But the story itself, I can't say I really created the story because it's kind of based on some stuff I heard about, you know, growing up and just kind of other stuff I, I i'm not comfortable saying oh this all happened and it's all real but i'm not comfortable calling it fiction either so it kind of exists in this middle question mark space right. i guess but um it's it's about um it's about a person named harper ellis who went missing um i believe i believe their age was 16 16 or 17 uh went missing uh, in Humboldt County after supposedly encountering this aerial phenomenon that had kind of crashed into the earth um, and left sort of notes and clues throughout different parts of time as, as though they were sort of time traveling or they were like falling in and out of like existence as we know it due to, due to encountering this like energetic force um, some people call it like a biologic life form. Um, but um, yeah, so so Super Bloom is kind of about that. And, and what's fun is um, I'm kind of uh, over, over the next year of this album releasing and us playing it live, going to be putting out different documents uh, that people will find. Um, I've, I, um, we've already dropped some in the mail to our listeners. Um, and there, I also plan to kind of leave some around music venues, which I know sounds kind of crazy. No, that's but, uh, cool. I love that. That's cool, know, man. Yeah. I, 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 one thing that I think we wanted to do with this record is kind of because it's based around this 1996 disappearance. We wanted to lead. We wanted to kind of lean into that, and instead of you know, in, in modern days, you can just watch a YouTube video and find out everything you need to know in 20, 30 minutes. But we wanted to kind of like flesh it out in a way that's not just so like easy to just access and control on the internet but kind of uh make people like have some real skin in the game if you will so yeah hey man i love that i love that idea that's awesome and if you plan on doing that next time you come down to australia let me know because i can help out yeah so <laughs> i will i will <laughs> Man, well, yeah, little crumpled up papers, you know, in corners of venues and stuff like that. Hey, man, I can help. I can help with all that stuff. But uh, <laughs> hey, talking about it, are you kind of come back and see us? Because you're only here what last year? Last year. Oh yeah, we we want to get back to Australia. I mean, it's um, and I, I'm not just I'm not just saying this to get on your good side, but it no. is easily like it's easily one of my favorite, if not my favorite, places to be both for shows and, and the environment it shows and just the, just the earth there. It's just, I, I love it. I, I feel like something is like energetically aligned with me when I'm in Australia where I'm like, I must've had like a great grand grandfather or grandmother that lived in Australia. Cause when I'm there, I'm like, this makes sense. Like I, I like it a lot. I don't know. I can be barefoot there and people don't look at me weird and you know, the ocean and all the crazy birds the bin chickens and whatnot i don't know i just i like it. it it makes sense to me i'm a big fan so has there been talks is there plans in the yeah there, there's 
I well, to be honest, there hasn't we haven't received an offer, but I know that we talk a lot about it internally, and yeah. I feel I'm feeling a growing sense of confidence with the record being received pretty well that that that'll be a possibility. So we've got our fingers crossed for maybe a headline headline run for you because man, people love you guys down here, like. As I said before, I just wasn't just saying that. Like every man and his dog have I know have been this album is just it's it's a, it's a special experience for us to be down there. So thank you. No, we love it. We love it. And uh looks like sorry man. My internet's been well thank you. Before. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe the aliens are coming to get me. Um but yeah, uh, of course, what what's what else is next for you guys? You know, you, the album's come out. You got a big run over there, or have you got more more uh, videos coming out? Like, what's what's the yeah. next for you? In less than twenty four hours, we'll be announcing the Super Bloom North America tour. Um, that'll we'll be joined by Thornhill from your country, hey. uh, which I'm really excited about, as well as Aviana from Sweden and Johnny Booth from New York. So very excited for that. It's gonna be huge. Very excited. It's going to be fun. And so we're going to do that. And then um, we're going to uh, we're gonna go straight over to Australia after that and do a tour supporting uh, Polaris, also with Thornhill. Um, and the band Paled Us from Japan over there. And uh, then after that, we'll get home and hopefully we'll have Australia plans by them. And, and hopefully, yeah, other stuff too. But uh, playing Australia and... Um, New Zealand is is always like very very high on my priority list. And so, if if we're able to make it work, uh, it, we we will be over there. There's lots of Australian uh, connections there abroad. I'm noticing that, like with like our guys yeah. are coming over and hanging out with you guys. You know, Australia seems to be really putting its its talons into every market at the moment, which is awesome. You know, everyone's yeah. Love yeah. Australia. There's always a lot of discussion about like why are Australian metal like it per per capita and when you look at the quality, Australia is just way higher up than pretty much any other country. You know? It's pretty cool, man. It's cool to see. You know, hey, we're we're not just some country, you know, little island yeah. on the ass end of the world here, people. We, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do more things it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great it's a great island i i love it you know i i haven't got to see a lot of it but you know seeing seeing all the major cities including perth has always been really cool and uh i know we didn't play perth last time we were there so hopefully we can get to perth next time too yeah absolutely absolutely well uh Man, it's been awesome hanging out with you, and hopefully, when when you're in the country next, maybe we can have a, a proper sit down and go deep dive into uh, all those yeah. subjects we were talking about. I, I would love that. I would love that. This has been a really great interview. Thank, thank you for having me. Oh man, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Well, we'll have all the links to Super Bloom, Super Bloom down here and on the website, mate. You take care. Enjoy your day and stay safe out there on the road, my friend. Hey, cheers. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon.